All right, we're back this week to talk about all the fallout from the Super Bowl in the beginning of what could be the next dynasty. And the death of Mr. Brown is finally revealed. Stay tuned to find out who it is. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark. You guys remember Biggie, but this guy is no longer Mr. Brown. I am Greg freaking Rollins. Got to help me out here. Iggy was no help on that. Nah, he left you hanging. He's too cool in those sunglasses. I was too busy looking at myself in the reflection. I mean, listen, real quick. I had to let it go, guys. Mr. Brown is dead. I have the last name of baseball for a reason. I am Mr. Baseball. I am Greg freaking Rollins. Let's roll with who I am, fellas. So you're saying move over Tom Selleck. There's a new Mr. Baseball, and he rocks Amen, the brother. beard. He That's rocks right. the fade. And I will charge any Japanese dude that throws at me, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> but you you really did almost die. Yeah, I think it was the perfect time for me to rise from the uh, ashes like a phoenix. What, what was wrong with you? Uh, well, was, I think it was the bubonic plague. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they had a... Treatment for that nowadays. Nah, apparently not in West Virginia. They sent me home, wouldn't even give me anything. In all seriousness, you had flu A. Flu A. And it's, are you still feeling the effects of it? Just the cough. That sucks. Like, you know, we're talking about that, like how people think they know what the flu is. Like, yeah, I'll lump them all together. I got a stomach ache. If I'm sick, I got, I got the flu. flu. No, nah, I mean, I legit had a 103 to, or 101 to 103 temperature for about seven straight days, and I didn't leave the house. Uh, it was bad. But you lost a lot of weight. Lost 20 pounds in a week and a half. And I have a five-pound dog. And it was weird because I'm here by myself. And I looked at Marley. And I was the only one I was hanging out with. And I was like, dude, when I die, just don't eat me. Because someone's going to come find me first. You don't have to worry about that with dogs. Cats, cats, cats are quicker. You know that, right? Yeah. Cats are I think, I think cats, cats, they said, was a day. And dogs are a week. And the cats, like, start at the head or something. Yeah, they don't play. They, they don't play. Hey, you know, cats, they're little bastards. They try to make it, like, they purr and shit and try to make it think, like, oh, oh we love They, they only they care about the affection on their terms. Nah, they don't. And when know. they're eating their head, when they're eating your head, that's definitely on their terms. You won't know. It'll be okay. Dogs mm-hmm. give you the affection you crave. Cats give you the affection you deserve. Oh, that's <laughs> bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I hate I, cats. Have you ever had a cat? Yes. At my, at my mom's house, not me personally. So, two so of you've them. Be, you've been a functioning adult, never had a cat. No. Oh, you just haven't lived. No, we we had it for like three days. Was we, it a we was, feral we cat? Was to make sure it was an, we was trying to make it be an outside cat, and I just bought the uh, the ex a car, and then within two days, it freaking knocked shit over on the car and scratched it all to hell. And I was like, I just fed it to the coyotes. So get it out of here. It's an outside cat, after all. Yeah. The, the, uh, it's the, like Darwinism. The thing that kills me <laughs> is we just got one, and it's it's a pretty good cat, but damn it, man. It wants to get on the kitchen table and the counters and shit like that. Tinfoil. Tinfoil? Yeah, because we got a cat because my daughter wanted a cat. I didn't want a cat. She wanted a cat. I didn't want a cat. We got a cat. Now the cat sleeps you at love my that feet cat, every night. All that you cat. Fucking up I know we pretty broke the record. Out. How many times have you said cat in one cat. show? Uh, cat. But yeah, that's the thing is that the cat knows it's not supposed to be on the counter. If it sees you, it takes off. Pussy cat. (laughs) Stubborn ass biatch. What's new, pussy cat? Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Is this all because of that? I like white bread better. (laughs) Poor pussy. Poor pussy cat. 
I think we're going to get a right said Fred reference. There you go. Ever That'll be show. back, fellas. So the voice you sang that in, is that the ball guy who does I'm Too Sexy for Yeah, that's yeah. why I said Fred. Okay, I never knew his name. Is I it, knew the song. It, wait, but wait, I, wait, wait. Is it a him or is it a group? I think it's a him. I think it's a him. I know there's an outsider. Uh, is that is that just him? Can we get our crack research team no, to check and see if Wright said Fred is a singer or, or a, a group? Singer. What? There you go. That's singer. it. So it's just one guy. Wright said Fred is just one individual. This is the type of knowledge that you're going to get downloaded. Oh wait, wait, wait. That's a band. There's two of them. All right. Well, it's a duet. They're definitely European, then, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Now it's a They're party. Multiplying. Now it's a party. <laughs> it's a menage a trois <laughs> of guys wearing me- mesh shirts because that was all the rage when they came out. They're the, the uh, cousins to the guys that did Rammstein. Uh, yeah. No, that's not fair. Yeah, I love Rammstein. Rammstein's better. I'm too sexy for this song. Du hast. <laughs> yeah, du that's the only way it sounds at the end. They try to be dark. They try to be deep at the end, whereas Rammstein's deep all the way through. I, I can I can jam to some Rammstein. They're they're a little out there sometimes, but ah, uh, yeah, we we had a Super Bowl. I think that's probably yeah. Let's what get we talking talk about that. We're talking about like random ninety songs. You know, look, everybody's talking about the Super Bowl, so hopefully you enjoyed a, a reprieve there a little bit as we took you down early nineties pop culture. But the the big question, you know, is the Chiefs, man. Like we got to start looking at them as a dynasty now, right? Like they are. It's it's theirs until it's not, right? I like, mean, the first team to repeat in, what, 20-plus years, right, Biggie? 20 years. Nine, Since wow. the Patriots, right? The 3 4 Patriots were last team, so two decades. Or 19 years, I think, technically. Now, with, yeah. with the NFL parity, um, it's more impressive. Insanity. But uh, And they they weren't the favorites really much of the season all, all season long. You know who you can thank for this Chiefs Super Bowl victory? Who's that? Antonio <laughs> Pierce. Yeah, I saw that's that. Who, that's who Andy Reid thanked for it. That? I did not. When Antonio Pierce got named uh, full time head coach, uh, Andy Reid Andy reached out to him, congratulated him. Guy, stand up guy. Reed and then it's a better win it this year, boys, because Pierce is taking us down <laughs> twice next year instead of once. Remember when they whipped their ass? Yeah. That late, that Christmas Day game, he thanked him. He said, We needed that ass whooping. We were soft. Yep. There you go. He realigned them. Hey, got- be- before we keep talking about the Super Bowl, I want to say this as a Raiders fan, and I never say this in the last 20 years. Every time someone asks me, what are you going to be? My best case scenario was always 8-8. Eight and eight, Now it's 8-9. and nine. That's on a good year, okay? I'm 9-8 and eight when you're really optimistic. No, I'm telling you right now, if we get any resemblance of a quarterback, the Raiders are making the playoffs this year, going at least 10-11 wins. Isn't it crazy? Like that's, I, I, I agree with you. If you have a, a, a Pro Bowl, not I hate to say pro- the only reason I want to bring that up is because I haven't felt this optimistic in 20 years. No, but okay? that, that's what teams say, right? Like, we're just a quarterback away. We're a quarterback Well, away. you look at the Raiders, as far as your skill players offensively, you are just a quarterback away. Like, if you had Derek Carr back, yeah. you need just that level of quarterback. Here's the crazy part. They'd have made the playoffs this year if they didn't start the year at the Jimmy G experience, which I knew was going to be a train wreck. I mean, I'm not saying O'Connell's the deal, but... He at least managed the game right. enough to where they didn't lose it. Well, you kind of knew what you had there. He's young. And, and a- Antonio Pierce, like, I hated the Josh McDaniels hire. I hated Jimmy G. I said it from the beginning. And Jesus, I said on our show earlier, the Chiefs and the freaking 49ers played on our home turf in a Super Bowl. That's a slap in the face, Vegas. We got to get back to nasty. Those are two 
of the Raiders' biggest, if not the biggest, rivalries. And yeah. that does hurt. That's got to stick in your but, crawl. But uh, It's Super Bowl-related, okay? But I'm not trying to go off the rails, so right. keep it rolling. But we can talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. I mean, I, that's the thing. Like, I got it in my gut, okay? Everybody runs the Super Bowl into the ground, but, like, I, I'm, I'm with you on the Raiders as far as, like, if they – they have the coach. You know, it's it kind of gives you I a, love their staff they're putting together. It gives you a Dan Campbell vibe a little bit, right? He does. He's got that ultra aggressive former captain for the New York Giants. Won two Super Bowls. I mean, he's so the guy Tom Coughlin loves the man, I should tell you right there. As a head coach, you don't necessarily have to know every X and O, not that he doesn't. But you hire good people underneath you, and you're a guy that your players will run through a wall for. Yeah, you win. He's the defensive guy. That's why he knows he's got to bring in a good X and O yep. on the offensive side. Um, no, I'm happy. I think it can go back to the Raiders of like the 70s and 80s. There's an interview with John Madden where he's like, yeah, we're dirty. What you going to do about it? That is Raiders that football. AP even said, man, I use like. We're going to bring it back to Raiders football, and guess what? That means no one likes us, and I'm fine with Bring that. the identity back. All right, let's, let's reel it back uh, in. So, on the other, before we go down the Chiefs rabbit hole a little more, on the other side of that, let's talk about the Niners for a second, because you know probably the most controversial player during the Super Bowl week and media days, and even maybe for the last month, has been Brock Purdy, right? Like, whether it's Cam Not Newton, by his own reason. Right. But. Whether it's Cam Newton coming out or RG3 saying stuff or whoever – you know, he he became a media storm, and, and you know a lot he's of like people, he's a bullseye for no reason at all. Like he, he was just going out there and playing with the hands you're dealt, and and look, you lost, but you're telling me you almost went to a double overtime with the Chiefs, and and like immediately, immediately the next day, people were like, not Niners fans necessarily. I think Niners fans are okay with Purdy, but outside, I'd be fine with Purdy. They're like. Oh, that, that's why they didn't win. And what did so, the Niners? They fired their uh, defense Steve coordinator, Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Is that seems like a knee jerk? That's bullshit. That's, 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 that's a bullshit firing. So that's the end, bullshit. He's going to have a job like so, tomorrow. Yep. Kyle Shanahan's working his way out of San Francisco with decisions like that, right? Well, They've lost three straight Super Bowls. But what you know what they do? They lose big games. You know the thing about big games. This is a Belichick thing for years and years. More games are lost than are won, and the Niners. Not to discredit Kansas City, the Niners lost that game more than Kansas City well, won. They're not, they've lost three in like five or six years. They've lost two under Shanahan, and then they lost one with uh, Harbaugh in like 2011. Dude, fellas, all I know is you put up that little joke about the Cowboys. Like Everybody trolls the Cowboys. They've won a Super Bowl. But the Niners are 96, right? Yeah, Niners are 95. Yeah. Cowboys are 96. Yeah. Oh. yeah, the Niners have gotten longer. Yep. Then why is it always Dallas? Because at least San Francisco can win some playoff games. I mean, they've been to the championship game for the last five years. They've two been Super, to Super Bowls. Bowls. Both Super Bowls they had a 10-point lead and blew What's it. Dallas? So congrats in the last 30 years through the Bills. Right. I mean, what they've made well, that's exactly Bowls. what I said. You're becoming a less fun I'm version of the, the Bills. Bills. They're, they're a better version of the Bills. But they're, here's Not the thing. recently, they, they never won one. The Cowboys are, are like everybody trolls in, but San Francisco gets a pass. I think that's it's my be, point. I think it's because of the annoyance of the fan base. Like, there's nobody more annoying than the Cowboy fan base, right? Because everything's bigger than Texas. <laughs> even, even their expectations and yeah. their understanding of football. I'm just glad that I bet on the uh, regular season Dak and not the playoff Dak because it led me to the championship in fantasy. But I knew what was going to happen once he got to the uh, big dance. Well, we were talking uh, prop bets, and I bet on the Purple Gatorade and got that one. That was nice. nice. That was uh, that was how much money did you win? 
Not much because it was the favorites. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like it was like betting on the Chiefs. Win. It's weird because they don't normally go with the favorite. That's what's weird. Chiefs about were a dog in this. I game. know Vegas. Uh, they said that the it was a record. So Vegas had a hundred and like ninety million bet on the game, and I'm like, that's it. Like, there's no way. Doesn't it seem like there would be more that's bet on the just, Super Bowl? It has to be just Vegas sports books, not like. FanDuel and DraftKings. Yeah, it can't be counting that. Was there a prop bet on if Reba is a vampire or not? <laughs> is she she looks the same for the last 30 years. Yeah. Was there a bet on that? I know there was, Biggie. You would know. Not that I saw. Avengers can't be vampires. They have wow. a bet I'm on sure that's a rule. I've seen I've seen gingers maybe in that. Uh, maybe it's Matt the Helsing. Matt Helsing. Maybe it's the opposite. Gingers, Hot ginger vampire. Gingers would be. Gingers would be more likely to be Absolutely. vampires because they're 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 Already, really there was well, even a gender ginger vampire monster squad. Buffy was a blonde and she was a vampire slayer, so redheads can be vampires. What's that have to do with anything? It's, it's the conclusive <laughs> and definite blonde. property. Are you talking about the Anyway, um, sorry. Sorry. No, I need to know if he's talking about the uh the Sarah Michelle Geller version or the uh what was the, the other one that had Luke Perry uh, Christy, uh, Christy Swanson. Yeah. That was one of my uh 90s crushes for sure. Is Christy Swanson. Yeah. Right. Oh. You remember uh I didn't see her for at the chase with Charlie Sheen. That, that was, was good, great, great movie. movie. But I feel like I didn't see her for a long time and then Hell. Big Daddy. Uh, I was even good before that. Oh, really? Higher learning. Uh, okay, she wasn't higher learning. But I remember she was the Hooters way. Yes, 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 yeah. Uh, what's your five year plan? Don't die. Exactly. Yeah, that was uh that was Christy Swanson. Yep. Uh okay. I remember my, my wife really liked the movie Flowers in the Attic. I never heard that one. <laughs> it's basically when they lock kids in the attic. That's nice. You're, we we live in a mansion, you're gonna live in the attic because we're aristocrats and we don't like these kids. Mm. I don't know. And they say F them kids. So they, they, they do. started early. They do. Uh I, man, did um uh, did you see the shit that happened in the Super Bowl parade? Yeah, brutal. Um, so I, you know, NFL, bangers. And our NFL group, man, everybody was making fun of it. And I've read that they was targeting kids. and Like half uh, the people that got injured were minors. Yeah, so I mean, like, people are cruel, man. Like, it for real, it's a football game. And you're going to sit here and make jokes about it as uh, Niners fans or NFL fans. It's just tasteless. Nobody cares when they're behind the keyboard. Oh, it's tasteless, man. I mean, grow grow some balls. All right, but that's why they do it. It's because nobody's going to confront them about it. We're not going to look up their IP address and drive to their house and kick their ass like it needs oh. to be done. I was like, just, guys, keep it tasteful about the tragedy in KC. And people's like, F-U-N-F then. They deserved it. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? I mean, it was it was a terrible it, situation. It is, man. Well, Nobody what about- deserves to have that happen. But if we think one thing of that positively, or I would like to think of, is the fans out there who tackled the fucking shooter until the That's cops what, came yeah. over. So they literally tackled the man they know who had the gun in possession, knocked him down, knocked the gun away. I mean, I saw the video. It was it was insanity. Like, think about what's going through your mind when you're going to go tackle the dude who you know have already shot up several kids. Which sucks because the overall parade, like, sorry, I have some good stories. You had, uh, what was it? What's his name? That was walking around shirtless and. Oh, like, was down on, was that Michael uh, Hardman? No, it was uh, uh, Gay. Um, is it, oh, yeah. Uh, it's not Willie, is Randall it? Randall Gay. Randall yeah, Gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie Gay was stuck in my head. He's like running and carrying his shoes in his hands. Yeah, and he had yeah. like a scene. He's a yep. light lady. Like everybody's having fun. Like we want to, we want to see drunk Kelsey, you know, say things and all that. Even Las Vegas. You know, it just, you know, it, it takes away from everything. But more importantly, you know, it took away from one person lost their life. Was it twenty plus people injured? Yep. That's so shitty. And what's crazy is 
Like Kansas City is not a big city, but I, I, they don't have the exact estimation. But they were saying there was like eight hundred thousand people there. there. You know why they were saying eight hundred thousand? Is because when the Royals had their parade, that's how many people were there for that. So they're like, there's at least eight hundred thousand because we're using that as a point of reference. But think about that: the Royals, who are like this, just almost a farm team in MLB. You still had 800,000 people support that yeah, damn team. Kansas City is a passionate sports town. If you build it, they will come. They, they're thinking about building I've, that stadium. I've downtown. seen that. I've that, seen that. That would be awesome. But, uh, I mean, Kansas City, St. Louis area for baseball fans is super passionate. Right. But back to the crime thing, I read somewhere that Saint, uh, Kansas City is the third highest uh, uh, Oh yeah. Yep. rate as far as shooting. Rate per capita. Uh, it, and, yeah. and that's not even you don't think of that as any of the top three no I mean it's not on my radar I'm not seeing it. it's not the Baltimore or Chicago or, I mean you automatically well, think LA New York Chicago Chicago. that's the three that pop in my head first I was, I was watching the news before Gary, I came yeah. down yeah. and they said that they had narrowed it down to uh, it happened at the parade but it was actually a gang dispute and when yeah. you think middle America Kansas City, you don't think uh, shootouts at a parade. It don't matter any city they got. Uh, I just it's just it's yeah, I know it sucks. I mean just it was pro I don't even know how old the shooter was. They haven't said. But I, I bet I bet under the age of twenty five. Probably so. It's it's shitty. All right, we we could be more depressed and go down that, but you know, I hope uh we gotta do better. That's yeah. all I wanna say is we gotta do better. Um we should be able to have an event where fans can come watch their uh team. Celebrate and their, not worry about and not worry about shit like that. The fact that we're still having to worry about that, I'm not going to sit here and preach gun control or anything like that. But like, some we got to be better people. Period. Like, remember, like back in the day when people would have a problem, if you were around like a bunch of other people, it's like we'll settle this another time. Right. Like, it, like today's not the day. Huh. Like, so, I mean, like what we, we got to do be, better. Go handle it, but like, don't bring in everybody else. Yeah, you go do your thing. That's, that's anyway, so I mean, that's, it is what it is. Oh, but that's, that's where we're at. Well, it's, it, run somebody over with a car, stab them with a knife, shoot them with a gun. You kill them all three ways. It's the decay of society. Be a better human being. Yeah. yeah. And here's Be the like thing. The fans. The movie Friday, when he pulls pull out the gun, his dad's there and tells him not to. Uh, fight like a man. Dude, if you get your butt kicked, your butt kicked, move on. Yeah, live another day. Just grab a brick and hit him in the face. Wow, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. I'm just saying, why don't we have to? We need more John Witherspoons in this world. I miss yeah. him, and we don't, we don't get that glorious. All right, so to the game, to the game. I know I picked the Chiefs. I did as well. Biggie picked the Niners for the sake of the show, even though he's a waffler. But anyway, it's okay to waffle on this, I guess. That's I, not. No, you need to pick where you're going to pick and be legit real about. I it. feel like this one was a crapshoot. I'm just saying, well, crap shoot, but it's just like I do on Thursdays. On Thursday to Sunday, things change. Where I oh, bet on oh, Thursday and where I put my money on Sunday ain't always the same. I just feel like you you should put your money where your mouth is on the show. If we do it on the day of the game, about an hour before kickoff, I will. When we, when we start going to Radio Row and doing a live, maybe we can. Then we can do that. do that. But all right, so so Biggie, you're the fan of. The New England Patriots. You know what it's like to have a dynasty. So when you look at the outside in Kansas City, is it? Can you call it that now? Yeah, it used to be. You'd always say for years and years you had to win three Super Bowls in four years, like the '90s Cowboys or the uh, early 2000s Patriots, or it's the '70s Steelers. They won four in six years with two repeats. The Niners of the '80s had a back-to-back and won four. 
These Chiefs have won three in five years. They played in four of the five, and in all five years, they've been in the uh, AFC Championship game. If it wasn't for an overtime loss to the Patriots, which resulted in the rule that no, played no, out in no, this let's, overtime, let's say they'd Brady, have been in all five. Let's just say he lost to Tom Brady twice. Well, he's glad Tom Brady retired, because whether he's a Patriot or Buck, he wiped his goddamn ass. <laughs> he wiped his ass with that but, but it is a dynasty, and it's not going to go anywhere anytime soon, because... They trade Tyree Kill, and everybody's like, oh, you can't be as explosive. You can't do all this stuff. Well, you've got a great quarterback and a great head coach. You can make anything else happen, and their defense is lights out. I mean, they have had to work at it more than they should have if they kept Tyreek. That just made it unfair. And now Mahomes actually has to earn us a half a billion-dollar contract. But uh, it is definitely a dynasty. I hate to say it because, like we said, no one's won uh, more than back-to-back uh, -back in 20 right. years. So. Like, I agree with Biggie. It probably used to be three. In fact, now if you win two in a row, been there three out of the last five, they're a dynasty, and I hope to God it's over. No one's ever won three in a row. The Chiefs are the uh, number no two one ever. Oh. No one's ever won three in a row. I mean, they're the favorite probably going in there. They're not, though. Who is it? Niners. Niners. That's stupid. Isn't it? Like, what What? What have you not learned from this year to where you feel like you need to save? And, like, so, the, look, whatever happened to be, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. It's true. Look at this year with Kansas City. Mahomes one left like that. Hardware and one doesn't. And they're still the favorite. The Chiefs were like the number 12 or 13 offense in the league this year, but their defense was lights out. So Mahomes made the plays when he had to on the damn Super Bowl again. Times is like the number one offense when the Super Bowl. Well, I like that doesn't happen the majority well, of the time. But typically, your offense is in the top five or seven. You have to have one in the top ten, whether it's yeah. offense or defense. There's no way you they have the number two scoring defense. In but league. it's all about balance. You got to have a team that complements each other. You got to if you're going to play ball control, then your defense needs to learn how to stay on the field for long periods of time if necessary. But I mean, it, it's this it's this weird blend. But to your point, like, how would you not pick the Chiefs? I, and I, like, have I, to be. I said this at the beginning of the playoffs. Like, I was like, I'm done. It's Kansas City until it's not. Because every time we started to say all year long, they've lost a step. They're missing something. Man, they just – maybe Andy Reid's right. Maybe they galvanized a little bit after the Raiders beat their ass and they had to look at themselves in the mirror and say, what are we doing? And just, you know, we were hearing, maybe you shouldn't do so many commercials. Maybe Taylor Swift is too much of a distraction. Like, everything under the sun was why they were losing. And then who's laughing last? Well, here's the thing with the Chiefs, though. So – it's like any team that becomes a dynasty, even like the Bulls between both three-peats, they knew they could take off during the regular season because that ain't what matters. As long as I win my division, you know, we know we're better than everyone else. We're going to go out and execute when it matters, and we're going to kind of coast the rest of the way because we know what the grind is. The Bulls have done it several years throughout their three-peats. So, I mean, champions realize, let's get through to where we can just execute. But the Bulls, I think, were always a one seed for the most most of those runs. You see what I'm saying? But, but here's the thing: the Chiefs, like you're right, the regular season didn't make or break them. They were the three seed. They beat both one seeds. They just knew we had to win the AFC West, and then we'll take care of business in the playoffs. Just get it because we're better than you, and we know it. And I think they do. I mean, you know, everybody thinks they're going to win, but like you know, I bet the Chiefs really do believe that stuff, and. You know, for all the, the distractions, quote-unquote distractions they had, they were never phased by any of them. Well, and they didn't care that, like, uh, you know, Buffalo was felt like they was fighting for that top two. 
obviously Baltimore was there all season long, but like I don't feel like Kansas City for a moment was scared of either one of those teams. No, no, but but you know what happened was some teams weren't as afraid of Kansas City, and maybe maybe they got a little too caught up. Maybe they needed to remember who they were messing with. And I'm not saying you should be afraid, but maybe they took them lighter than they yeah. would normally, you know, because they weren't as polished coming into it. But if you watch football, teams that have good defenses, they find a way. They, you know, they give them a chance. And man, they're who who predicted Kansas City's defense was going to do this this year? And the opposite of what we're talking about, the Niners, where they fired their D coordinator. What did Kansas City do this week? They uh, signed Spags to extension. Hell yeah! I mean, they're, they're, they're he's, down he's in great now. defense coordinator. The Niners fired fired Steve Wilkes, and it's crap. Here's Patrick Mahomes, the king of three and outs in the Super Bowl, until the ball kicks off of uh, uh, a foot on a punt and then he throws a touchdown pass like to that point which was midway through the third quarter steve wilkes defense had given up two field goals to patrick freaking mahomes so yeah. and you fire that guy yeah and a lot of people will say like late knee-jerk reaction though. it is it is so, and, and a lot of people will say that kansas city is lucky to win the super bowl because you know they had some lucky bounces and things went their way well one of the other reasons is i this is one of the things i love the most i love detailed coaches why i like belichick so you can talk about knowing the overtime rules or not knowing. Andy Reid had already told his guys, guys, it goes to overtime. Dude, what a we get the dude. ball. We score to tie the game. If they've already scored, I'm telling you now, we ain't kicking it off. Yeah, we're going, we're going to go if we win or lose it. No, but the, the, the Niners the, didn't know the game. The players. Niners players came out in the media and said they're just learning the rules as they go. They tried to walk it back now. They're like, oh, no, we talked about it. And it's what that happened. It's one thing if they don't know every in and out, but Shanahan does. But the sideline audio, Shannon, he didn't know. They were he thought at, if they scored they a touchdown, it was over. Board. They were like, uh, uh, okay, uh, oh, all right, that makes sense. And then when it was getting down at the end of the first overtime, the clock was winding, and there was a lot of confusion. I think even even the announcers, Romo, finally said, like, the clock doesn't matter. Because it was still the Chiefs' first possession. Right. It, it's going to go, like, you don't have to beat the clock. You yeah. know, it, it's going to go until it has to. But, you know, that that was, how are you on the biggest, you get two weeks to prepare. And, you know, the Chiefs, to your point, were able to say exactly what they were going to do. Mahomes is like, I mean, I should, maybe Coach is going to get mad at me for saying this. But, yeah, we were going to go for two. When they they took the ball first, we're but like, what? Thank you. You have two weeks to prepare that you're already going to say what the scenarios are. So that way everyone knows. He tried to say, uh, Shanahan tried to say, like, well, we wanted the ball first because if there was a third possession, we wanted it to be us. But to your point, there wasn't going to be a third yep. possession. Oh, that's, that's depressing. That's, that's I was sitting there watching it with How Isaac. How did that happen at a pro level? Sitting there watching with Isaac, and when they had the coin flip come out there and they won it, took the ball, I said, Isaac, if I understand the rules right, that was really dumb. And then they started talking about it. And to me, you you – because here's what it is. If you take the ball second and you're the Chiefs, what they do on fourth down from their own end? They went for it. If they'd had the ball first at their own 30 in the first possession, they'd have been punting. Right. The Niners, third down, uh, misses the guy in the end zone because of free rusher. If that's flipped and the Chiefs have already had the ball, now you're going for it. Are you talking about where nobody blocked Chris Jones? Yeah. <laughs> I just it, – it, Shanahan is brilliant offensive mind. But I think he's one of those guys who wants to beat you a certain way because he wants you to know he's smarter than you. Yeah, you might be right. I, I mean, I'm not Christian saying- McCaffrey touched the ball 30 times. He had 160 or something total yards. Where they go 10 plays after the second half starts. Mahomes throws an interception, three passes, 
punt. Three Next out. possession, three, three passes. Out. Like, I, don't know, I just, I, I felt like uh, the Chiefs deserve the win. They're a great team. But then I feel like the Niners lost it more than the Chiefs won it. I don't want to put it all on Shanahan. Maybe they called run plays and they checked out of it. I don't know. There's a lot of things that can happen. But What's shitty that wrote for the guy? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, but you, you – I don't. I'm not the kind of guy that believes in absolutes. I don't want to say Shanahan can't ever win a Super Bowl, but it seems like the moments are too big for him. Like it just—it's these little attention to details that we keep talking about. And, but when they start to add up, it creates this mountain. And he—and now he's starting to get the Doc Rivers reputation, only without a ring. Right, 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 right. That's the best comparison I have. But my my issue with, with the whole situation with Steve Wilkes is the fact that. If he'd got been available six weeks ago, he might have had a head coaching job. And the fact we're going to fire him after the Super Bowl, after that defense played the way it played, and like you don't even get an inter- interview because it's the timing of it. Yeah. That's shitty for him. It is. Yeah, all those stats I think he's got to get uh, calls to get paid there because that's that's what. I'm just saying, like he would have been right in the rounds of the head coaching vacancies, in my opinion. I'll say this in defense of Kyle Shanahan. This is the only thing I'll say in his defense. The two Super Bowl losses to the Chiefs, up 10 both times, blah, blah, blah. You know, they couldn't win. Um, he wears those. Up 28-3, Dan Quinn was your head coach. He's a defensive he's genius. A, he's a part of that, though. But it, you scored 28 points. That wasn't enough to win the Super Bowl. Hey, defense, get a stop at some point. How many points yeah. did you score in the second half? Get a stop at some point. I'm just saying. if you How ignore- many points did you give up in the second I, half? 31. I'm not disagreeing that Dan Quinn is the problem there. Congratulations on new new job, Dan Quinn. I'm sure it's well-deserved. But Kyle Shanahan also was that guy similar to what we saw in this game. Couldn't do shit in the second half. Yeah. And, yeah. and like that, that can't be your calling card. That can't be your side. Hey, when it's, I'm in big games, you know what I like to do? Get up early and cave. Yep. Well, same thing in that one. I've, I won't go down the thing with Dante Hathor. I love him. The big play down 28-12. You can have it if you want, if it, if it makes you happy. Well, uh, I'll get, get too deep. Job. My point yeah, being, uh, if he runs the ball a little bit more, takes a little more time off the clock, they maybe get a field goal in there somewhere, and they win the game. Or there's not as much time for the Patriots to come back. I just, I, I, I get it. It's bad play calling. Defense gave up a ton. I just, Shanahan to me is a guy who's always going to be right where he is. You're going to be good enough to be one of the best four or six teams. But he is so certain that he's going to prove that he's smarter than you and he's going to do it your, his way. Like Dan Campbell, where he wouldn't kick a field goal because I'm an alpha male. You're going like, to ride or die with that. Yeah. Like, All right, you ain't the real Shanahan. Oh, and speaking of they that, him. something else here. Hey, real quick. I would like to see the Lions in the Super Bowl. I would have liked to see that too, but they did show old Mike Shanahan. Yeah. He looked all right. Yep. You know, he still looks like Splinter from Ninja Turtles, but he looks yeah. all right. I, I got to admit this, and I don't know why it never clicked. I never knew that Ed McCaffrey was Christian's dad. Get the fuck out. I didn't. What? I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I know Ed McCaffrey was a great, you know, receiver for Don, John L. Winnell. I got that. But, like, I when, it, when did you realize? This Super Bowl. What? Did you yeah. see the wow. uh, story of Christian McCaffrey in high school? Yeah. Cramps one time in a game. So You're getting IV. Every son. Friday, he takes him out at lunch and gets him an IV. I mean, but like the uncanny. Uh, similarities of the Broncos versus this Niners team, which is Dad Shanahan, Shanahan McCaffrey, McCaffrey Wilkes, Wilkes. It's a it's a family business. Yeah, it's it it crazy. Is. But uh, so can we can we talk about the whole uh, rage monster Kelsey on the sideline against Coach? 
I think we got to address it, and I think I know what you're going to say, so I'm going to let you speak on this. So here's my problem. So a few things. We all saw what happened. I've coached youth sports, and there's never a time where it's okay for you to put your hands on your coach during a game or even in practice for that matter. But this is we're talking about the Super Bowl, the biggest sporting event in the history of the world, other than the World Cup, of course, because we're talking about U.S. sports. But the only stuff that matters. My point is, that's unacceptable no matter what. Even his brother recently came out and says, you crossed the line. What I've noticed is, is that the people coming to Travis Kelsey's defense are the folks, uh, rich suburban white women, is saying that it's okay because that's Taylor's boyfriend. Get off your ivory tower. People make mistakes, and it's okay because he was in a. They had this even alternate ego where this article came out and was like, let's hear the other side of the story. I'm like, bitch, I saw what happened. I don't want to hear the other side of the story. It's never okay. If he was black and if he was not Taylor's boyfriend, his ass would have been suspended or probably blackballed for the rest of his career. We'll, we'll address that, but I, I want to say one thing Sorry. because you covered a lot. Not everybody said that, though. There are a lot of those same people that you described that are like, Oh, he's an abuser. Taylor Run. You know, he might, who knows what he's going to be like behind closed doors. If a, that's what he's like in public. He's making a sandwich. And she said, what's a sandwich? Exactly. But uh, the the whole thing with that scenario, and look, you know, I'm, we're not race baiters at all. Like that's, we're, we're the furthest thing from that. But you're right. If it was David Njoku that would have done that. Holy shit. Well, AJ Brown was tweeting it Sunday night. Because there was a big deal about him and Jalen Hurst getting into it on the sideline. Yeah. And you see a lot of quarterback wide receiver stuff. But each of you said, imagine I did that with my head coach. How would that go down? I, I mean, he's right. He's right. And, and look, a couple of things I, I've learned in watching sports my whole life. Winning makes you look the other way on a lot of shit. And well, winning is the best deodorant. It, it is. It's like there's that cost risk analysis, right? Like the Browns give Deshaun Watson a job. Even though he's marred in controversy, but hey, he's got talent, so we kind of re- and that that kind of goes no, into play. Think about it like this: uh, Andy Reid's arguably one of the best coaches in NFL history. He's older; he knows how to handle situations. He was going to let that moment change what he was planning on doing. Would you imagine if a Kelsey came and did that to a Dan Campbell in this year's playoffs on the national spotlight? I'm not saying uh, we'd see a dragon sleeper. I think that there would have been a knockout, uh, drag out brawl. Right there. But uh, this is more reason why Kansas City is who they are. Like, shit like this can happen, and it just they just move on. It's amazing. But you, it, they Speaking should. of moving on, let's move on from the greatest tight end ever debate, because well, why was he not on the field right there? They brought in a different tight end because it was a running play to block. Gronk would have been in the game because he's not only a dynamic wide receiver, but he's the greatest blocking oh, tight end. Football. I, I don't ever again want to hear Travis Kelsey mentioned I had a Gronk. Hey, I don't have the audio no, to pick that 100%, up. 100%. So I've argued with Biggie on that, but no, you know what? He's converted me. No. You're in the fucking Super Bowl. You're at the 10-yard line. You're taking Kelsey out. Why are you yelling at me? Because you people don't understand. <laughs> you people. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. I'm just saying, let's don't get stop mad with the... Don't because you can't fly. Yes. Rock is the best tight end that's played. Thank you. We don't need He just can't kick extra points. No. Yeah. Uh, Over two, big. That's a monumental (laughs) fail. You bet one way or the other. I can't believe you didn't even bet on Gronk. 
you bailed me last year. I couldn't. Oh, I like yeah. how they do it so quick too, so you can't even see his reaction. I love his old like Al Bundy uh, helmet. <laughs> it was nice. With the one strap oh, and the blue helmet. That's hey, a kicker helmet. Yeah. The other thing I liked about it is that, that Carl Weathers was involved in the build up to it. I know. So seeing that with him having just passed, I, I really enjoyed yeah, that. that. Like literally, it had to be out of nowhere because he was like supposed to be training Gronk and everything. Well, I mean, you did your autograph giveaway. We talked about, you know, former Reds. Yeah. Uh, Don well, uh, You know, again, you just saw him months ago. Right, and, right, right, right. You never know. That's it, it sucks. It sucks when we get old and we see our immortality because legends like Carl Weathers is a lot of things to us. He's Predator. He's Rocky. He's Happy Gilmore. No, he's Apollo. Uh, he, he's he, Apollo first, then Chubbs. But, you know, but I'm saying he's all those things, and he's those things to a lot of people. Like, he is a an icon. He was a Raider. I mean, uh, there's so many things you can say about that man, and we, and we don't have him now. No, but think about like the the first two Rockies. And those came out in the the first one came out in the early, late '70s, and the second one had to be early '80s. But how ripped Carl uh, Weathers was! It was like the true underdog story because you're like, there's no way this Rocky guy can beat somebody that chiseled like Apollo Creed. All I know is Happy made the putt in memory for Chubbs. Gronk couldn't do the same thing. Oh. So he might oh. be the greatest tight end ever, but they need to pull him off that kick game for him. <laughs> he don't need to go back. If you'd have made it this year, you could have played the rubber next year, but you're over for two. Move on. You know, he was like, just tap, tap, tap it in. And then he kicked it wide right <laughs> with a lot of aggression. Uh, Carl Weathers. No uh, tapping. <laughs> is a part of one of the greatest. Uh, memes ever with him and arnold the that two arms handshake. and then they do you know add whatever you want to to it yeah i love the one too and it's kind of related but his trainer is throw the damn towel that's one of the best memes ever how much steroids do you think those guys took back then carl weathers was a pro football player exactly so him being really Not good only shape. Drago, man, clearly, and Mr. T, because Rocky trained in Siberia. There's footage in the of Drago taking Yeah, there's footage, there's footage of Rocky training the old school way. And then also, Carl Weathers, he probably just trained by throwing the ball to his dog in the pool. That's <laughs> all you need. And running on the beach and hugging another yeah, man. Yeah, like, that's yeah. not an awkward thing to do. Very Larry Bird shorts. Yeah. Oh, those are, that was a style. Those are coming I would like to call them Magic Johnson shorts. Those are coming back. Yeah, you know, isn't it funny how like basketballs changed? Where in the early two thousands, the shorts were down to the the shin. It was like the it was like the and one short. Yeah, now it's like reverse. You know, I think it's like Steph Marbury. It's you're right. That's who you think of, Allen Iverson. Yeah, you know all, all that. Ricky Davis, remember that guy? I do. The guy that I would do. miss uh, on his own basket to get a triple double. Yeah, I remember that. Or uh, the opponent's basket. That's what yep. he did. Uh, did he play for Jerry Sloan? I think that was he played on the Jazz. If he did, that was probably the end of his career. I think Jerry Sloan was like, I don't know what's I'm going to tell you that right now. now. That, that shit getting a rebound on your opposite basket ain't going to work for Jerry Sloan. Carl Malone might marry 14-year-olds, but he uh, he wouldn't do that. Yes. Uh, so back to uh, Super Bowl stuff, uh, just with Andy Reid, because you were talking about that. Where does he sit all time now? Because – we got to have a serious conversation about Andy Reid because in Philly, he won, got the NFC Championship games, got to the Super Bowl. And since he's been at Kansas City, man, they have just, they've been a, a winning program every year, year in and year out. And then once they elevated the quarterback position, like it's them until it's not. I even think it's bittersweet, though, that he beat Philly last year. So yeah, I think that adds to the mistake. But what do you Yeah, got? the team that fired him. Right. 
I think he's one of the all-time great coaches who wouldn't be regarded as uh, is he on the Mount Rushmore type thing had he not gotten Patrick Mahomes when he finally got an elite quarterback, and that's what happens. So he's not in your top four? Every great coach ever needed a great quarterback, right, other than Joe Gibbs. Um, so when Andy Reid got his guy, if Andy Reid doesn't retire for three or four more years, they'll win another Super Bowl or maybe two because Andy Reid is that good. He just needed the right trigger. So right now is in your Mount Rushmore. Right now. Top four. Uh, I, he's number be, five for me. He'd be my fifth. I'm I, I'm not prepared. To, to I can't that. put him there yet because if he wins another one, he is. He's definitely there. Yeah, if he wins another one. If he does the three piece. You I'm guys know the lock. I'm uh I am very I'm I'm more I'm higher on Joe Gibbs, probably most NFL fans. Joe Gibbs is one of the greatest coaches in the history of football. You went to four Super Bowls, you won three, so you won each one four, of them with a different quarterback. Belichick, Gibbs, who else? I got wait, wait, wait. On Gibbs, I'll give you time to process this, but does does his legacy get marred a little bit where he tried to come back and coach after all these years? I don't away? think so. Oh, because they still made the, even remember they still made the playoffs. Yeah. They coached four years and made the like playoffs twice. Or something? They made playoffs twice in four years. He was there the year Sean after Taylor got killed. They made the playoffs. So anyone can ask Aaron around a successful. It showed player. that at least the game hadn't passed him by. So Dan Snyder is such a shitty owner that maybe if he wasn't there, Joe Gibbs might maybe even have more to the resume. Yeah, I, I would say that. So I, I appreciate the the view on Gibbs because he is often overlooked. And and like you can say what you want about the Hogs and those defenses and um, who was their big ass fullback, um, John Riggins. John Riggins. Uh, and winning with the different quarterbacks, like uh, you can make that argument, but I think why people don't is nobody ever looks at any of those Redskin teams and say like that's the best, one of the best teams in NFL history or anything like that. They were just, you know, what they remind you of. They remind you of like when the Detroit Pistons were winning titles in the two thousands. You know, it's like they're just a collection of talent. Role players all fit it really well, but he maximized it. So I don't. Do you give him more credit for that or less? I think you give them more credit for maximizing your talent. I do too. Three different quarterbacks. It's it speaks for itself. Yeah. yeah. So, do you have a top four? I mean, let's just talk it out here. Uh, uh, Biggie was ready to roll. All right, go. Well, and here's where I'm going to up different. I'm somebody's going to say something. Let's see. I like Gibbs in my top four. Belichick, Lombardi. Landry. So who don't I have on there that everybody else Isn't does? That, so, Shula. Shula. Bill Walsh. Um, Chuck Knoll. Yep. They're, they're Vince Lombardi. George <laughs> no, Halas. I have Lombardi. Did you say Belichick? George Halas. Lombardi. Belichick. Lombardi. Landry. Gibbs. Okay. So, yeah. You know yeah. why I like Landry on there? Because that run they had of 20 straight years, never a losing record. It was his system. He plugged a quarterback in. When he had an elite QB and Roger Staubach, they won Super Bowls. It's kind of like the Andy Reid thing where he finally got the elite QB and won Super Bowls. To me, it matters how well you can do with a different quarterback. You got Joe Montana, great. You got Terry Bradshaw. So why do you have Belichick in there? Patriots fan. Because he can only do it with Brady. When you win at that rate for that long. I'm right. making sure can you're not. Can I get my top four? You can give top 20. I don't know. Top four. We got Belichick, obviously. It is what it is. I don't care who his quarterback was because he did win when he won. Yeah. All right. The so, era, too, helps. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love Don Shula still. He's in my top. I'm not saying he's number two. I'm so saying can, he's in my top four. Can we stop? In random. Can, can we stop on Shula for a second? Yeah. Just a couple highlights there. So, one, 
you know, you get to pop that champagne and nobody else does. Uh, All time winning is coach still. The, the, the other thing is, man, he, he was a good coach with good teams for a long time. And he had back to back Super Bowls, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, and, and like, I know he didn't win much in they the 80s. They went to three straight Super Bowls and won two. Yeah, right. But the they, 70s. And, the, and then even in the 80s up to the 90s, like, even in like 93, the Dolphins weren't an easy out. Like, he, he spanned in the three. The days. thing that hurt Shula, I think, is that Dam, he had Dammer, you know, they didn't went to the one time. Super Bowl in 84. Yeah. And, Shula coached for like another thirteen years, yeah, and they never made it back to another Super Bowl. Yeah, their defense was never great. Uh, they never had a running game, you know. And, and but a lot of people say Marino is the best quarterback of all time, and to not have a chip with a Mount Rushmore no, coach no. and a Mount Rushmore quarterback, no. oh, it's tough. All right, so Belichick, Shula, I'm going Lombardi. Okay, number four, completely different reason, and I, I'm going to justify it. John Madden. Because he changed the game like Jordan changed the shoe game in NFL because no one knew what a turducken was. He made <laughs> video games what they are today. So John Madden, for that reason alone, also because he was the coach of the bad boy Raiders, he changed the game of football more than any of those other three coaches I've already mentioned. Hey, Greg, who's got the highest winning percentage John Madden. in NFL history? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learn when to walk away so, on top. I'm just For saying, the things you no one would have thought like about John Madden, and he's in my Mount Rushmore. Yep. Um, I, the only reason why I don't put Madden up there is just longevity. I, I'd like to send But him, think about you know. the other stuff. Oh, I, I, Well, but I think when you talk about just an ambassador for the game, he's it's tough to put a lot of people ahead of him. Like he, The NFL is a monster. Like it, It's incredible how big it is. I don't think people even fathom that. Like the NFL this year – and the fact that it had more viewership than the Apollo and all that stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, that that's that's amazing. And I, you can say what you want about more people being alive now than back in the 60s or whatever. But just the fact that the NFL, like, they, they just print money. Like, they, they can't lose. They can't lose. They have control over the system. And... But John, they've got kind of a monop- monopoly of a sporting world. They do. And, and, and at like, least in the U.S. Like, they... And they go year-long. Like, the Super Bowl's over... And, like, the top headlines on ESPN today are, like, Geno Smith's going to clear for his guarantee this year and and different players getting extensions and contracts. Like, it's not going to stop. You're going to go to the combine. You're going to go to the draft. You're going to go to camps. Like, it's it just, it's, it's unrelenting. And Madden is a big part of why it got there. Because without Madden being the lovable uncle or grandpa calling games with Pat Summerall, who was the drunk grandpa, and then but they were so good together. It was great. And then the you mentioned Sir Duckins, the video game franchise. Like, think about that commitment it's, to excellence. There's no other. You don't call you know wrestling games Vince McMahon video game. You don't call NBA you know 2K you know LeBron James or, or even Pat Jordan. Riley or Jordan or anything like that. But yet. Madden, the best-selling sports franchise video game ever. He gets his name on there. Yeah. If you want to talk about legacy, man, it's hard to compete with that. But just coach alone. No, I get that. I can't put him in the top. No, I, I wanted to include it all. No, but I, it's – Hey, so, all right. So, so, list, so, do whatever you so want. what you got there? Uh, I, I mean, it's it's like some of the ones I think about. It, it's easy to think of reasons why not to. And I, I hate to have my mind go that way. But, like, when I think about Chuck Knoll – you know, man, he won a lot and he was there a long time, but similar to Shula, 
did all these damage in the 70s and couldn't do much in the 80s. And by the time the 90s got here, he was out the door. Uh, Tom Landry, uh, same thing, you know, won a lot in the 70s, got to, but, you know, invented the shot. Like, how do you not put Bill Walsh up there? I mean, he's, I guess, I think he's like five or six from where Andy Reid or him is. And, and, Conversely, a lot of people will put Paul Brown up there because he was like the first version. But I think sometimes, like just because you were here first, doesn't mean you're the greatest. It's easy to be That's an innovator. Like Bill Russell. It's yeah, it's easy to be an innovator when there's 14 yeah, teams. Like, yeah, and I agree. All that, but but Bill Walsh, man, like he his coaching tree, like that was the he was the first guy I remember like hearing about coaching trees because he had a system. And people came from it, and they were able to be really successful. But that means something. You know, I, he, he, he built was, an NFL legacy. So I have a hard time not. All right, so is he in the top four? I, I'd, I think I'd put Bill Walsh. All right, Walsh, who else? Um, you got to go Lombardi and Belichick. All right, that's um, three. You know, Ooh, it, it, number four. Number four? Um, oh, Brown. <laughs> no, I, I, I think. Marvin uh, Lewis. It's uh, definitely Marvin Lewis. Because the Bengals couldn't win anything for a decade, and Marvin Lewis came in, and we were at least 575 percent of the time. So Marvin Lewis put him in Canton. Uh, oh. No, I, I don't know. Like I, I, think, one. I think I've kind of psychologically like cleaned off the the placemat for Andy Reid because I I think they're going to win it next year. I got you. That's um, fair. And, and like I think you could even make the argument to put him there now because he was always known as a great play caller. Uh, and now he's got the wins to go with it. But so I think he- Belichick, yeah, Belichick, Lombardi, Walsh, and Andy Reid. No, nah, it's good. It's going to be Tom Landry for right now. Oh, and and I think I think Landry is going to be the one that falls out because a lot for the same reason with Bill Walsh. I'll put Tom Landry in there. Uh, I mean, it, it's crazy to think about. You remember the scene in Varsity Blues whenever Kilmer is gone and the players are running their own shit. And they show this, I think they show Moxon's dad in the stands, and they're going five wide. And he goes, five? Five wide receivers? Oh! Like, like, that's what Tom Landry was doing in the 70s. They were like, a shotgun? What is, someone check the rule book. Are you allowed to not be well, under, center? under center? We go under center, bros. Right? That's what's happening. Like, that's what he did to the game. Like, he created that. He, he changed the game. That's why he's on my list. It's like... And the hat, man. The hat gets credit. The hat's legendary. Goes with a show I love. Give me the Tom Landry hat over Bear Brown any day. I said it. Write it down. They look classy, though. They're both. And I'll say this, too, because we talk about Belichick, and obviously he's up there. See, I love Gibbs doing it with different quarterbacks, but I feel like when you have your quarterback like he had Brady for 20 fucking years, you thought the Patriots might win the Super Bowl. Well, it wasn't always, it's not just one player. So when you have your guy, like Andrew Reid's doing right now with Patrick Mahomes, and we're talking about him being on this list, he's been a good coach. He got his guy. You can't touch him, right? So that's why I like like Tom Landry changing the game. The trophy, it's the Lombardi trophy. Look at what he did before they were Super Bowls winning uh, NFL titles. So I love the fact that none of us had the same thing, you know, which shows you how the... Uh, we're similar, but not identical. It was changed. It changed, though. And, and you know, it's. I, I just try not to have recency bias, but I think the thing that helps is, and Belichick really galvanized kind of our view on it because we got to see that for twenty years in an entirety as adults. You know, so we we know what that looks like. Uh, I mean, there's. Uh, let me. Can I throw one name out there who I think is an amazing yeah, coach? To talk about other names that we didn't mention, and maybe ones that you think are overrated or not. 
properly rated, but who who did you want to mention? Jimmy Johnson. I, I thought about that because when I was going through the Cowboys, like what he inherited was was awful. You're and, the and guy who replaces the legend Tom Landry. To be able to do it, you in five years you win two Super Bowls. All those players drafted, uh, uh, what is still used today for trade values was created by Jimmy Johnson for the NFL draft. Herschel uh, Walker. <laughs> he won a title in college. He's just, he's amazing. Then he leaves. Why does he leave? Not because he wants, Jerry Jones, I want the credit for this. What happens? They bring in Barry Switzer and Troy Aikman said on multiple occasions, Barry Switzer would leave practice before the rest of the guys. Fuck it, I'm out. They still won a Super Bowl with him and went to a title game on the team that Jimmy Johnson It's the put same together. thing that happened when he was at Miami and he left and they brought in Dennis Erickson. Dennis Erickson, yeah. The players didn't even give a shit. They're like, no, this is our team. So yep. we're doing what Jimmy taught us to do. Same thing with Barry Switzer. I mean, so but, for but, you guys, who's the guy who is on the Mount Rushmore? I just got to say, I got to take points away from Jimmy Johnson, though, because he partially helped create Jerry Jones' megalomaniac, uh, you know, processes here because if he wouldn't have won those Super Bowls, Jerry Jones wouldn't be the son of the bitch he is. It happened early on in his ownership. And yeah. He's been he's been stupid ever since. It's just been terrible. Uh but going uh, with power. All right. So some other coaches. Like we didn't mention guys like Hank Stram. You know that that's Mike a, Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. Mike so Tony I Dungy. I don't know if we said this last week on the show, but those uh late Broncos uh teams that went back to back, um Man, they were like remember they almost, they flirted with undefeated seasons. Like they were really good. And, and Mike Shanahan sometimes doesn't really get talked about in that same regard. And maybe it's his stupid ass son bringing his legacy down. Probably, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Shanahan's a great name to mention. What Mike was the Ditka. Other? Mike Ditka. Well, uh, Tony Dungy. You know Chicago. The Bears land well, the Super Bowl. Here's one you guys haven't mentioned. That we throw out teams, there. By the way. Yeah, uh, Colts and yeah, the one Gruden stole. Bill Parcells. Oh, yeah. The big tuna. Yeah. Won everywhere he went. Except Two Dallas. Super Bowls. Well, I mean, he won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think uh, the one that Bill we'll Cowher. look back on. So I was going to bring Bill Cowher. I was going to actually say two coaches, I think, that are in the same ballpark. Him and Tomlin. Well, you could say that. them, but yeah, on an opposing team. Cowher now. I feel like uh, John Harbaugh. Is our version, this generation's version of Bill Cowher, the one Super Bowl? Yeah, they were never really bad. They're, nah, you know, they, they had their peak actually. years. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yes. and the thing is, like, you can win one Super Bowl and you're in the Hall of Fame. You yep. Know? I mean, that's all because it's so hard to do. But you know, we we mentioned all the. Is there anybody that's won multiple that we didn't mention? Well, I, I think we got them all. What we 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 did this trivia last week. Who, who are the team? Shula. Uh, you got Landry, Noel, Belichick, Shanahan. Walsh, Shanahan. Walsh. Belichick. Um, I think that's Reed. it. Yeah. Like, and, and Reed. Reed now. So, like, the, there's your top ten is the guys that have won two. And I hate to, that be, like, such an easy qualifier, but doesn't it feel right? Like, if yep. they're able to do it that and way. Ain't that funny, though, how Shanahan don't even pop up? He's way down the list. Yeah. He has two, right? He's got two. Yep. And, I mean, he – where where all did he coach? He started with the Raiders. He was in the Cleveland too, right? No. Was he? I don't think Cleveland. He, he coached the Raiders in like the late eighties and Al Davis. There were some world. Yeah, they had a, they had a fire. Yeah, 
because that, that's how he ended up in Denver, and he was yep. mad about that because you know, say so he wants the enemy. But, that's why uh, Kyle Shanahan wanted to win that Super Bowl so badly in Las Vegas. Where's Daddy? So what? What does somebody else need to? Houston do? Harbaugh won a uh, championship. He. I Ravens. thought that was Billick, Brown Billick. No, that was the first he, one. Billick did oh, win okay, one. Okay. The, the oh, last awesome. one with Ray, Ray right, Lewis right, McDonald. Right. The lights right. out game. Okay. Cool. The lights out. All right. Just making sure. Uh, I maybe his brother can give a run at something here. Nah. He's coming in. I'd just love to see Ravens Chargers in the playoffs now since they're both in the AFC. Yeah. That'd be a and nice playoff game. That's the other thing, too. You guys know I'm really big on uh Jim Harbaugh. Now you got him in your division. Reed. Pierce, uh, Sean Payton, that division, other than we'll see what Pierce does, but Harbaugh's proven. Payton's proven. That division for head coach. Finish in second. You you really do believe in Pierce, don't you? I do. Like, I mean, dude, he's never this optimistic. I know, right? The players got his back. I'm proud of you. Max Crosby's like, I'm gone if he ain't my coach because that man's got balls. Did That's all see, I need to hear. You see uh, Max Crosby at the uh, award show? Yeah, that's bullshit. You see his old lady? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Well, when you have sleeves like that, man, you can get whoever you want. <laughs> I still <laughs> think he's not even sleeves. He's a whole body. I still think you can't see his nipples. Anymore. He's a whole body He's They've been tattooed <laughs> over. They're, they're no no longer visible. Maybe he's their tattoos now. He said, I have nipples, Max. Can you uh, <laughs> can you nip me? me? <laughs> uh, where's my nipples? Oh, man. Well, the last question I got, just with the Chiefs and this legacy that they've now built, like what has to happen for them not to do the three P? Like, I mean, injuries. Do you feel like it's them? Like, is it is Vegas that stupid by not having them as the number one team? They are stupid. But my question to you is, how do they handle a full season of Taylor Swift and not just down the stretch? So now, do you think they're going to last? They're back to back champions and. When does she cut cord, you know? Because the thing is, if they'd have lost, she'd have wrote a broke up, breakup song about Kelsey and then went with uh, Big Dick, uh, what's his name? Nick Foles? No, not <laughs> Nick Foles. <laughs> Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. Pete Davidson's always lurking in the shadows. So, I mean, if they'd have lost, but now that they've won, does she wait till they lose? That's the bigger I mean, question. We all agree this is like a publicist thing, right? Yeah, like yeah. You know, I mean, maybe there's something there. Maybe something happens over time, but... It seems like it's kind of running its course. Like, what are they, what are they going to do without football? I don't, I don't see Kelsey retiring to go spend his life with Tate. Nah, he's not going to retire until they lose. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says at all. I thought it was great for the league this year. Like, people were getting all upset about it. And some people were like, I'm not going to watch because all they do is talk about Taylor Swift. Now, Al Michaels got mad. And what was the number they showed during the Super Bowl? It was like 57 seconds she was on television. Yeah. And that's what people are losing their mind about. You know what that 57 seconds got the NFL? Isn't it like an extra $400 million or something in sales throughout the no, year? Here's the thing. That, that's a skewed story, Chad, and you know it, because that don't take into effect on social media how many memes that creates and the nauseating overabundance of Taylor Swift reporting. It makes you sick to your fucking stomach. Well, I just tune it out if I don't want to hear it, but everybody kept eating it up like it was must-see TV. People acted like they didn't care. Then why wouldn't it go away? All I know is Jason Kelly's lady, Jason Kelsey's lady, she was prettier than Travis Kelsey's lady. She wanted no part of it. Also, and then, so the thing is, oh, people's making jerseys. It says Taylor's boyfriend. So, I mean, clearly. We should have made him. We should have profited on that. 
We should have a t-shirt company. Just a man. My favorite, I can't. I think I showed you guys just the one they had the picture of Dog the Bounty Hunter on it, and just had the signature. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite show. Yeah. They they got to put that in every spin so, across the country. You think she stays till uh, football season? I don't. I, oh, I mean, oh wow! I, yeah. I do. I I do. I and here's why: she's on a world tour right now, so they're not going to see each other a ton. Which is perfect, perfect, perfect time. No, it's perfect for them to only see each other enough to keep the love no, strong. No, no. Absence makes the hot when he doesn't make the same effort. Like I was listening, they had him mic'd up there on the field, and he's hugging her after the game. He's like, "I can't believe you made it. When did you get?" Like you know, she did all this effort. You know, while we're sitting here drinking out of fucking paper straws, she's flying her jets all the way across the the world. Japan, right? And and you know, her bank account's a little different. Travis's. What's going to happen when she's doing like Western Australia tour and like? Travis is like, I'm, I'm not going Well, here's why he'll be there. You want to know why? Remember the girlfriend he had before? They yeah. broke up because he wanted her to pay half of everything. The suite that they were all sitting in at the game, you know how much those suites were going for? Estimated $2.5 like, You know who paid for that seat? Sure Taylor, for her friends, Jason, all of them? Travis paid for it. What? Yep. No, it over a million no they made a big thing about it on Twitter. Because he wanted to go halves with his other old lady, and he dropped two million for them. Uh, maybe it is love. Yep. Maybe, maybe I just need to be a hopeless romantic about this. Good. Would she sing at her own wedding? No, yeah. but <laughs> you know, Sandler for that one. Ah, uh, man. All right. So I got one question for you guys before we don't talk Super Bowl all that sort of stuff. I wore these glasses for one reason. I didn't see all the Super Bowl. Commercials. Are those rose-colored glasses? But my favorite one was the one with Brady and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, the, the Dunkies. Yeah. Did you guys have one that you really liked? Uh, the sports uh, or the Super Bowl commercials. Um, yeah, there was. I see. I I I watched them. I remember there was one I really kind of popped for, but uh, there was some. I I thought it was funny. Like some of the movie trailers were like coming out in December, and like yet yeah, you're doing the Super Bowl commercial yeah. and this stuff. Like, maybe that's a good investment. Uh, I don't care. You guys can get mad if you want. I thought it was weird that the Jesus commercials were as big as they were. Like, they spent $20 million on feet washing commercials no, I mean, for hippie the, Jesus. The, that kind of caught me off guard because it was sitting there talking about, like, it was going on forever. Everybody was washing everybody's feet, and then it became a... Oh, I knew what it was right away. I just... It was just weird for me. It was. I mean, maybe they got a lift from that, but... Um, you know, that was uh, so my favorite one of me and Biggie talked about. I know he's got more than one, but Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, was it what was the, the Paramount Plus? Yeah. Yep. So then he was like talking and uh, they're trying to yeah. have throw it to it, throw it over the mountain. Right. Well, then Drew Barrymore is like, she's like, oh, great. Creed's here. He cuts her off. He's like, got your trap. Shut, Barrymore. shut your face, Barrymore. <laughs> and then I'm like, that was so great. And then he strips down to like the Y.E. Tittle gear. Oh, yeah. And he's going to act like he's going to throw it while Creed's playing. Can you take me? Yeah, Reno 911 with yeah. the tramp stamp. Yeah. And then Creed. he hits the mountain, the side of the mountain with, was the Hey Arnold. Yeah. That was good shit. That was I, a good shit. Yeah, we posted that. I, I liked I got it. got that commercial like a week before and I put it on social media and a lot of people liked it before it even made the Super Bowl. I love that one. Yeah. I love that as he threw it because he goes, I just threw him higher and the way they I don't know. Sir Patrick's together really is, well. He's a gift, man. Like, I appreciate the hell out of him. You know, he does his little animated voices on Family Guy and, and American Dad and all that stuff. And he does these jokes. He he was in the Doctor Strange movie reviving Professor X. Like, I really like 
Patrick Stewart. And some people only know him from like Star Trek and shit like that. But uh, he's he's amazing. Give me, give me, uh, what was uh, Men in Tights? Uh, he was uh, King Richard. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good shit. That's Did you like, see you know, the uh, house potato commercial? Uh, were they like, it was like the Matrix kind of like. Well, they're all like, potatoes. They're farming. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I said like the Matrix because they're in rows. and It was all about uh, just them being like house potatoes. You didn't see that one? I did not. Yeah. I think it was a streaming service. I don't, I was just, I think it was uh, Tubi. Or something Maybe, like that, yeah. or Fubo, or yeah. one of those, one of those weird services that I don't subscribe to. I feel like there was you don't a, have to because they're free. I feel like there was another one that popped out to me. And I can't remember what it was, uh, but you know, they were there was nothing great. I don't feel like there was there were bad ones. Like they didn't try to go with any narrative. They weren't too conservative or too progressive or anything. They were just it just felt like football commercials. Oh yeah, like, not over the top compared to normal, right? I always like paying attention to them because we were in high school at OJT. So senior year, you only went half a day. One of our classes was our business class. And I can remember one of our reports was that you had to watch the Super Bowl and make a report on one of the halftime commercials. And then I've always since then been into it. Like this year was $7 million for a 30 second spot in the Super Bowl because it's the biggest sporting event in the United States and in the world other than the World Cup. Last thing I got. I love the halftime show. I didn't watch it. Not an Usher fan. I think he's overrated. And I like my thing is, is the fact is, uh, you know, Alicia Keys' husband. She, he's pissed off. Oh, probably. He, uh, was there some grinding going oh, on? Yeah, the way he was behind up on her, rubbing up on her. But Alicia Keys look good, so I ain't mad about it. But you I'm, know sure, she I'm sure her husband is. She doesn't wear makeup ever. I mean, she'll need to. She's oh, gorgeous. She's a good looking girl. But uh, yeah, Usher was. Uh, there was some mic issues. He was a little chummy. Oh, he was in a, uh, wasn't he in a BMW commercial? I don't know. Could have yeah, been. There was, yeah, there was a commercial. Aren't you supposed to be somewhere in the uh, first time? Yeah, I do remember that now that yeah. you said that. But I, I thought it was good. I'm not saying it was like top 10 performance, but it was it was good entertainment. If you like any R&B music or if you like Usher at all. I mean, you know what Janet Jackson it. says? There ain't no show unless the titty falls out. All right, but you know, we're never going to get that again. My favorite memory of that Super Bowl is Leo DiCaprio up in the booth doing Booger Sugar taking a bump. Of this Super Bowl, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. Uh, they panned to him and his head's down. And they're like, huh, let's find some other celebrity. Here in Vegas. Who'd they hit next? I don't remember. And he actually got up and kind of waited. He's living off that scene of Wolves of Wall Street. Yeah, he's, a, he's still like, I'm shooting a movie. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so you know that's what he was doing I was yep. taking that bump the only thing I know for sure is that whoever was with him was under the age of 25 mm. or is it younger than that I think 26 is the cutoff is that 26 I, I just have one question if you were well off you know you made $500,000 a year a million dollars a year you're not rich but you How make you know great money uh, we're friends I would know hmm. <laughs> you make that much money and I don't know I'm taking your knee out would you yeah, pay? Be taking us out to lunch more. Would you pay? Because like the top tickets at the Super Bowl were, uh, if you want to sit on like the forty yard line at a lower level, we're going for like thirty eight thousand dollars. Would you ever be willing to pay that uh, money? I, so yeah, the Bengals were in a Super Bowl a couple years ago against the Rams, and that's my squad, right? And I, I mean, I looked at that with the fear of uh, mortality, saying we're never going to get back here, and we we may not. I remember looking at tickets, and it was like $5,000, $6,000 for like upper deck bad seats. And if it would have been half that, I would have bought it, you know. And, and 
you know, that's just the price of the tickets. Like, I don't know how much it costs for food out there. I did look at concession prices. They weren't that bad. Like, yeah, there wasn't anything I think crazy. the thing that would get you, even the ticket prices were a little bit less, is that it's a spur-of-the-moment thing. You find out two weeks before like, the Bengals are going or the Raiders are going. It's a hotel. Yeah. You know those are jacked I, up. I'm, I'm Airbnb. As you got to. There's yep. no way. And even I'm that, so grateful that baseball is the way it is. I got to go watch the Braves in the World Series for $1,000 a ticket, second row in left field. Hey, you got on TV, too. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, that's it's great. But NFL, NFL never happened. The Super Bowl, the AFC or NFC it's Championship so game, you probably could unless you're Detroit because those prices went nuts. But the, the Super Bowl is just a corporate thing. Like, it, it's all – like how many of those people got tickets through like a corporate sponsorship? Yeah, or I gotta or, be honest. Even if the Raiders made it back Super Bowl for that price, I wouldn't go. Like what? 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 Would there you was pay? a wait. What would you pay for a Super Bowl ticket for the Raiders? I made two thousand a ticket. All right, so you're about where I was at. Yeah. Just uh, I don't want to go any higher. It's not worth it. Nah. There was a former NFL player who went to the game for the first half. Lives in Vegas. Left at halftime to go home and watch it because the seats were bad. He said, screw this. I'd have to find it. It was on Twitter. But to what you were saying, for the amount of money you'd pay for a good ticket, you could have a really nice experience right here. And then uh, you get to see everything. Yeah. Well, I uh, I enjoyed watching it on the big screen at uh, Harper Tax House. It was nice. <laughs> Even though he was a Niners fan, he, he, he was pretty well. Did he, did he take it well? Yeah. Yeah. As someone who loves to see different crazy things happen, I couldn't imagine dropping at a minimum. I saw the cheapest ticket was $9,000. Just run on the field as a streaker and leave your pants on. Come on. There there were two of them. You got it. And you're in Vegas, too. Like, there's people on the sidewalk that wear less clothes than that. Yeah. That was was poor. You know they're not showing you and they're not talking. Romo started to, and he's like, oh, we can talk about that. So it's like, (laughs) why? You spent all that money for what? Yeah, I I guess a, a night in jail. I don't I don't know. That's I mean, are you are you bragging about that the next day? Because that's the thing. Like, if you came in here and been like, God, hey. guess what I did? I ran on the field. I was like, dude, that was. Weird. He said it was a bucket list item, and he spent forty two thousand dollars just to spend a night in jail. Is that what he said? For that's real? what I said in the article. That's that's insanity. What's what I would like to do. <laughs> Super Bowl goes back to Vegas at some point. It's be there for Super Bowl week. Um, you're never going to make it to the game, but all the events leading up to it, like the cheerleader. Yeah, our on. interview with um, that would be cool uh, stuff. Elizabeth uh, Morgan, former yep. she, she spent all week out there. Make sure you guys check out that episode. Yeah, she made it sound like I could go hang out there for the week and still have a hell of a time. We need to get uh, credentials for Radio Row. I looked into it. You know, it's uh, we make a few phone calls. It's not cheap. <laughs> uh, we need to post some more memes. And okay, make some more money off that, but. Uh, with that, we appreciate your all support. Keep subscribing to the podcast, share it out, and tell everybody else about it. That'll help us get the radio row. But uh, you know, I think that, that kind of winds us down for the evening. I'm ready to play some NBA Jam. And stuff. Uh, last night, you were sick, uh, Greg. You, you've been dying with the uh, flu or whatever, bubonic plague. Yeah. And uh, I, I, we went live, and I, I beat Biggie with Matumbo. Oh. He I mean, blocked my three point attempt. In the corner from Carl Malone with no time left. Have you seen the video? No. I'll find it and share it to you. It's it, it had some. You know how that damn game is. Combo and Dale Ellis. I don't. I, is it Lafonso? I don't okay. know which Lafonso one. Ellis. Okay, maybe. And I was like going to switch at halftime, and it was just so bad. But uh, you know how that game always keeps scores close. Yeah. It, it, it kicked in an overdrive. That there day. you go. 
But uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the We Don't Know Sports podcast. We appreciate you letting us invade your ears once again. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you like to get your podcast. We're everywhere. Make sure you check out our website, www.wdksports.us. If you want to come on the show, you can fill out a, a guest registry form. You can see uh, all our past episodes, all our different guest catalogs on there, and even Biggie with his super sexy sunglasses. And Greg. Greg freaking Raleigh! Have a great one, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. GFR. That's just what I'll call you.